Okay, I think we're ready. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of STC Pod, your start to continue podcast. This is episode 195. Five away from the big one. Next milestone of 200. That's insane. Uh, with you, as always, my name is Bill, and with me is Joe. And we're going to talk for a little while about just about everything. That's what we do on this show. Joe, I want to give a personal uh, thank you and heartfelt basket I'm, of gratitude. I'm suspicious about this. For, uh, for working through your eye pain to sit with me in this uh, in this little well, conference we got going on here. It's either that or I hear you complain to me about missing a week of record. You wouldn't hear me because I wouldn't uh, be anywhere near you. But, uh, yep. Screw my eye. Yeah. As long as we get a recording. Talk through your eye. And, uh, messed up, man. Your doctor told you, uh, to avoid bright light. And uh, we looked it up. You should definitely be avoiding bright light. And you turn on the lights full wherever you go. So. Yeah, because I can't see. It's blurry. It's like looking through pea soup fog, man. If it, and the lights aren't on, then I can't literally can't see. You don't need to see anything except for your monitors, which are already illuminated. Anyway, no one wants to hear you complain I'm not, for another episode. So I'm not complaining. Let's uh, let's see if I can take you away from all this your negativity and, and bring you back into the positive. I just thanked you for with what? warmth and gratitude. So. Don't no, tell th- me about thanking negative. me would have been like we don't have to record, and then I was I would have thanked you. Well, let me tell you. But when you podcast of the year, this is what you got to go through. Should we recap last week's episode? Mm. Last week on STC Pod, <laughs> you're, you're supposed to say your usual. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't. Uh, we talked about the uh, Quiet Place movie, which we recommended. Uh, what else did we talk about? There's one thing that's been we bugging me. about uh, meat pizzas. There's one thing that's been bugging me about uh, the quiet, uh, quiet Place for this past week as I've been mulling it over. You realized I was right about the ending? No. Did they ever explain wh- how or why they had hydro power? Did they have hydropower? Oh, wait, they did. Um, or was that... No, it wouldn't have been a generator. No. Uh, nope. All right, so if no, anyone I out there uh, dives into this movie upon our recommendation, keep your eye open. See if they explain the power situation. Well, again, though, they never went further in terms of outside of their little... Uh, farmstead that they were on. There was no TV or anything like that, right? So well, there could very well have been power in the area and or th- or elsewhere, but they just you know never. I don't know. Fuck. Who cares? <laughs> Jeez, just thought I'd talk about it. Nothing gets That's about one it. of those things in the movies where you're just supposed to let it ride. Well, no, those are things that bug me. Well, I know, which is ridiculous. You're supposed to, movies are meant to be just enjoyed. You don't have to, 
You don't have to yes. uh, pick it apart every single scene by scene. If they create no, a world of no. rules, they should movies abide are, the rules. Movies are fake in the, the first place, so who cares? Set up the boundaries and abide by the boundaries. No, there's That's no the boundaries rules. in movies. It's all about your imagination. No boundaries. When you're in the Matrix, it's all about your imagination. When you're, because that's the boundaries they set up. No such so, thing as the Matrix. We're talking about it in movie terms. People know what I'm talking about. They respect my uh, laws. Of uh, no, your laws are ridiculous, and they ruin everything. <laughs> no, they do. Not proper movies that they follow ruin their own laws. Everything. Movies can do whatever they want. They just set it up. No, and there then you follow go. their rules. They're, they can make their own rules. They just have to follow them. That's all I'm saying. And they also have a time frame and constraint and, and, and world and that, they, that they have to live in. So there's not the opportunity to set every single little detail up. I saw an interesting promo of a new show coming up on AMC. I don't know if Bruce Campbell is in it, but he's the one that... Uh, pointed it out to me. That's why your ears perked up. Yeah. Well, if Bruce tells me to look at something, I'm going to look at something. It's coming on AMC, and it's called Lodge 49. And immediately, it looked very similar to the Big Lebowski to me. Like, there's a guy that's exactly like the dude. Uh, so it's a, you know, a lounge-about kind of guy, it appears, who just can't, you know, succeed exactly in life, but is fully content in, uh, you know, just a mediocre lifestyle. Anyways, something happens uh, just through the trailer. He stumbles upon this ring on the beach, and when he goes to pawn it, he finds out it's about this old, like, fraternity, like a lodge, a fraternity of uh, people. Would you say it was a stonecutter ring? Yeah, exactly. And as... His finding that somehow triggers the lodge to start up again and, you know, hijinks ensue kind of thing as they try and get the lodge going again. A bunch of old timers and this guy and, you know. Is this a National Lampoon show? No. It's, you know, he has a quirky lifestyle and uh, his sister, you know, uh, formerly successful but lost all of her money or something and is trying to support him at the same time and anyways it, it looks interesting from what I saw Lodge, Lodge 49 would you say the same thing if Bruce Campbell wasn't in it I no I didn't he wasn't in the trailer that I noticed but he just oh well, who's was, the star I don't know oh I recognize him but I can't name I'm him. become more interested Every single second, I ask you a question about I it. I recognize all the players in it. I just, you've seen them around. I just can't name them. Well, where's uh, Siri? No. We don't need to do that. Why not? People like Siri. It's one of the favorite segments that I've thought up for our show. That you thought up. You brainstormed I that I thought up of the whole Siri segment. You wrote that out in the writer's room and then no, brought it forward. It was one of those lightning bolts of genius yeah not at all a crutch not at all it's one of the saving factors of our show no man a fan favorite (laughs) what else what other brilliant things have you brought up that's a fan favorite ask the people man they'll tell you ask the people 
maybe that's what they can they can write that in for our 200th episode write in your favorite joe experiences that you believe he brought into the show smirking away Uh, also on amc i've been watching humans which is that show about uh you know these uh extremely extremely lifelike robots androids that Mm. were designed to help everyone out but suddenly became uh, aware and uh, this season they've progressed to a point where now these now these androids these robots whatever want to live in the same society and gain some kind of rights so you get to see this almost race war between these incredible lifelike robots and regular humans. So it's it's really good. I like that show, Humans. I got to go back and watch that. Uh, what was the one, the, the prequel to like the X-Men that we were watching? Season oh, two, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. I'm FX. Yeah, yeah. What's that called again? Uh, Siri. <laughs> yeah, I started watching the season. It, it started out good. Um, mm. I just don't get FX myself, so I can only watch it when I sit down and search for it and mm. bring in I a copy it, kind of thing. I forgot it was on. I'm surprised more people aren't talking about it. You know, I was happy when the host or the the lead guy of that was also uh, casted to play um, the Beast in the Beauty and the Beast movie. What? What Beauty and the Beast movie? The main guy. Yeah. The Professor X guy. Right? He was the beast in the Beauty and the Beast. Beast, The Beauty and the Beast movie with uh, Emma Watson. Oh, I don't know. I didn't watch it. It was delightful. I saw it in the theater. (laughs) You saw it in the theater. I took my wife. That's lovely. But that's good, though, is he's being recognized and being cast for bigger roles based upon this performance. And we both thought that he did a good job. Yeah, you can't even name the show. Uh, can you? The Professor X Files. It's not Professor X, for one. The X-Men Files. Right? The X-Files. It's not Professor X. I know it's not. I'm just throwing it out there. That is bugging me, though. The Unforgiven. No, it is one word. I, son of a bitch. Well, where's SCC your phone? Pod. What? Why? What do you want me to say? Well, you could have figured it out. What's that new show starring? It's not a new show. What's the show with the prequel to the X-Men on FX? What? Just do it. What is the show that is the prequel to X-Men on FX? That makes no sense. Legion. Legion. Boom! <laughs> it's still... That's, Legion. That just is how great Google is. It or figured that is out. it how, just how great my question is? I don't know. We never watched The Gifted either. That, was, that looked interesting. Oh, with a blonde chick? And there's a show on... Um, what is it? ABC Spark or something? Where it has a, it's another Marvel Dude, that's show. That's a kitty chant. I know man. it's a, but it's another Marvel show with uh, uh, what do they call Cloak and Dagger? 
That duo. I watched the pilot. What? Cloak and Dagger duo? You mean Dabney Coleman? What? Dabney Coleman? Dabney Coleman. I love Dabney Coleman, but... Well, Cloak and Dagger. Was that a movie he did? Pull your phone out again. No, nope. just tell me. No, pull this your phone out. This is a podcast out. where you talk. Yeah, pull your phone out. <sighs> Who what? was in the Cloak and Dagger movie? That's all I... Who is in the Cloak and Dagger movie? 1984. And? Yeah. Star Hen- Henry Thomas and Dabney Coleman. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. I'm sorry, I'm pulling, I haven't seen that. I'm pulling these fucking gems out. An American Spy Adventure. Yeah, I saw it. Guess where? In the theater? No, it was on pay-per-view back in the day. I thought you didn't have pay-per-view. My neighbor had pay-per-view. Wow, this neighbor had everything, They did they? have everything because the dad was an engineer. Woo! Woo! Holy mackerel. Did you see that uh, Comedians in Cars is back? Nope. For what season? God knows. This is the Netflix season, so this is mm. solely for Netflix. I don't like how it's on Netflix. I like that it was on Crackle better. I don't support anything Netflix. I go to the dark web. Hmm. Well, uh, it's out there. It's just as we remember. Pretty good. He brought Brian Regan back for another episode, so I was very oh, happy okay. by that. I watched that one. I watched Dana Carvey. I watched uh, Alec Baldwin. Uh. My problem is, even though it's on Netflix, they're still cutting them down to like 16 minutes. That's better. No, no. In today's age of podcasting and long format interviews, if you have Jerry Seinfeld and Alec Baldwin sitting around in a restaurant for an hour, I'd watch the full hour. You'd watch 24 I'd hours watch, of that. Exactly. But the issue is you'd also watch 23 hours and 15 minutes of crap. Whereas... No. You're, I think Jerry Seinfeld knows and is qualified enough to know what is funny in terms of editing it down to X amount of time and just showing you certain pieces of it and i can appreciate that in the internet age to have that 16 minute episode but you should also boom drop the hour 30 episode for us people who enjoy the long format no yeah no what that's not (laughs) how he does does that not make sense you're saying you know comedy better than jerry seinfeld yeah, that's exactly what that's I'm saying. That's what you're saying. I'm saying as he developed his program for the internet, you can't, obviously, that was his perfect time, was in the zone at 16 minutes. Now, with Netflix, and we've all grown as an audience. No, it's too much. We've grown as an audience to long format interview styles. No, we haven't. Really? It says the guy who won't even listen to a three-hour Joe Rogan podcast. Says a guy who does. Yes. I appreciate long format. You do not. I don't appreciate that guy in long format because I don't want to watch him flexing his pectoral muscles for three hours. He doesn't flex his pectoral muscles. He flexes his... Or talk about wolf packs uh, and uh, how the wolf migration across Alaska. That's just one of the minor things that he talks about. He doesn't know everything. Contrary to his own opinion, he does not know everything. You don't like him just because he works out. 
as I've said before. <laughs> yeah. You hate anybody who works out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a good thing you're in a gaming community. Uh, anyways, you'll you'll like meeting in uh, in cars. Uh, Dave Chappelle. Is Why are you on telling this. me? I know what I like. I've liked it already. <laughs> I've watched it with you. <laughs> Dave Chappelle's on though. Yeah, that'd be I'm a good one. Just trying to tell you who's on it. Well, you're, you're just trying to tell me that I would like it. Yeah. I've seen most of it, except for last season, because I like to sit down and, and that's actually one that I would. Even though binge-watching is stupid, that's one show where I would sit down and maybe watch two or three episodes because they are super short. Because you're hungering for a longer format. Thank no. you. Boom. No, My it's because point. I enjoy that little brief point snippet and then move on to the next brief snippet. I don't. I want to see him I don't sitting want you down watching anymore. with no. Dana Carvey. Give me the two hours of those two. You're not allowed to watch it anymore. It's not for you. It's, it's not, not for, for you. You've just said it's not for you, so you do, you're not allowed to watch anymore, just like you're not allowed to watch uh, My Life in Collecting anymore. It's not for you, man. Those guys uh, apparently are just near their 100,000 subscriber. Who? The My Life... Uh, the My Life... The My Life in Collecting channel? <laughs> The My Life guys, they're, uh, uh, no one cares about them. Who was saying that? Mel Jesus or someone was congratulating them for being around. Those guys should have been way past that mark a long time ago. And that's not something. Absolutely. They got like uh, the the presentation, the production value. They got like other channels that are like lining up. You know what it is? They're too smart for their own good. They, That's they, what it is. They came up with such a good name. It's like, it is, they did. It is so good. They're into gaming, so they talk it about so uh, gaming. It's such a great name. I just, like, uh, I'm into my life, so I talk about my life. Anyways, after that mention by Metal Jesus, I'm sure they've they've crested that 100,000. Well, it's ridiculous that they weren't and you there get, already. You get that YouTube button, don't you? The The wall plaque or something at that point. You get it for a hundred thousand, and then you get it for. Uh, I know there's a million one, obviously. I don't know if there's a five hundred thousand one. I don't think so. I think it's like a hundred thousand, and then a million. Hmm. I don't know if it, I don't even know if it matters anymore to people. Oh, that matters to get that. I'm sure. No, I just mean the way that YouTube treats everybody. Especially changing all the algorithms and, you know, trying to find ways of not having to pay or making it harder to pay or for uh, content creators to get paid. It's a great company to work for. Why are you looking at my red eye? <laughs> you don't f- have a red eye. Yeah, it's fucked. <laughs> it hurts. Maybe you should stay home instead of going on vacation next week due to I. Due to I. Due to I, I got to stay home. Right? I do have to come back one day to see the eye doctor. This guy loves you. Why don't you lay down the law? Because you saw him three days in a row. To be honest with you, I want to come back one day. 
you do want to come back one day. Yeah. I'm going to come back at night, have the night to myself, go to the appointment in the morning, and then uh, go back up. Okay, at this point, you lay so down the law to the doctor, say, <laughs> you figure out what's going on, and I'm not coming back. Enough's enough. We're done. I don't keep coming back every day just so you can get another... Well, I came back every day because it was a major flare-up. Like I said, no one else could have tolerated the pain that I was going through. No one else could have taken Advil and had it gone away. No one. I was. I was taking Advil and Tylenol. Like I said, I can only imagine if you... If we were working at a real job in a factory or something and you were going on this hard about your eye, what would happen? What? What? Be a man. Man up. I am. I'm living through the pain. <laughs> Have you had to go to the post office recently? Yeah, why? Any uh, any good post office stories? No. How are you... Why uh, would I have a post office story? Though the lady does know who I am. That's because Joe creates a... Creates familiarity. No, it's because with for some reason wherever I go, yes, the people re <laughs> people remember me for some reason, and it is it baffles me. It baffles. No, you uh, have the shiksta. You got the thing. You got the Tom Cruise. No, I don't know what it is. Oh, hmm. I don't know what it is. What I, What can I do? It's, I just go there. It's my monster voice. <laughs> that they recognize on the phone, they know who I am automatically for some reason. And no, it's not called display maniacs. Or like they'll remember me if I go for like one visit. So I find it weird. What are they saying to you now that they are? They asking you what your packages are or anything like that? No, no. Why would they? They're not allowed to ask you what that I is. I'm just wondering if they're trying to. That's a fireable offense. Trying to. Strike up a convo. With no, but the, if I got stuff coming in, it'd be like, oh, your package is here. I'm like, all right. My people are remembering me now. They're like, if I go in and I don't have the kids, oh, you don't got the kids today, eh? Okay, what do you got today? I'll give them a little package. Oh, it's just a little package today, okay. I was waiting in line and... Do you have any good uh, yeah, I post was, office stories? If I may. I was waiting in line uh, to hand in my thing. And I'm still, I'm confused. Do I need to wait in line if I already have the label on the thing? Yeah. Because you don't get a receipt once they scan it in. Can you just put it on their desk and say, there you go when you get a second? Mm, well, you want to be sure that it gets scanned in and not just forgotten by them or taken by someone else. Anywho, this little old lady was writing out a label as I was waiting behind her. And it wasn't the regular clerk that was looking after it. It's this other a woman who is not very pleasant to anyone. It's a real treat when she's there. And she's dealing with the old lady. And uh, the lady writes down her address and hands it over. And she pays like $2 and something cents or something. And I can hear her say, uh, okay, so so this going to get there. I need it there soon. And uh, the woman behind the counter is just like, nope. 
So, uh, no, I gonna be there a couple days or <laughs> nope, this gonna take a long time, this one. She goes like, Oh, long time is long time ago, Israel. Is it uh, what what do you think it'll be? Like how long? She says, Long time. Long time. Uh yeah, but not like uh not like two months. She's like, Yeah, it's it'll be around two months for this to get there by letter mail. Oh won't. <laughs> what a <laughs> and the woman's like, what? Two months? It has to be there in two, four days. So the woman goes, what the hell? okay, let me ring it up in, you know, the expedited or whatever it is. The next day, let's see, we, we can get it there in three to four days. Um, let's see, bop, 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 tapity tap, tap. Yeah, we can get it there in four days. Uh, $92, please. What? 90 No. I do not believe you. <laughs> this woman kept saying, I do not believe it. I do not believe it. How is this possible? It's a letter. I do not believe it. Her voice got all low. And I was like, no, that's uh, computer says. Computer says $92. That's what it is. If you want it there right away. I do not believe you. I do not believe you. Check it again. Uh, no, that's, that's the deal. It's 92. And, uh, I was like, oh, I cannot believe it would be $92. I'll, I have to go somewhere else. I have to go somewhere else. And she did. She took her letter and went somewhere else. I don't know where else she was going to go. But, uh, Canada Post. Not there to, uh, help you out. No. <laughs> and, of course... The woman behind the counter was uh, not the most helpful and customer courteous as she could be. But I thought that was funny. I thought something would have happened to you. No. Nothing for me. Nothing for me. I just got to witness that stuff. I, I just thought that was wild. I just hate it when the service there is super slow. It was wild a letter would take that long to get to Israel. And then it was wild. Well, it wouldn't take two months. I think she was out to lunch. Well, if it's getting put on a boat, if it's total ground, like when I sent uh, my business off to uh, Jared in New Zealand, that was months and months, man. That oh, was on a boat. That's ridiculous. That was on a boat. Yeah, it doesn't take months and months to get there by boat. It did. If you're rowing, if they rowed, was, was it a rowboat that you put your package on? They rowed and rowed. And how is that cost effective to put a letter on a boat, anyways? Like, there's obviously planes going. You got. You must have letter mail just automatically going on in the cargo hold of passenger planes, don't you? Uh, I don't know if they do that anymore, man. It's just more cost effective, probably, to bundle it in, into a boat. That seems like way too many people involved. They save the handling it. No, way it's too like many anything times. else, man. They save plane flight uh, letter mail or whatever for those that are willing to pay the ninety-two dollars. Yeah, but think how many hands have to touch your package to go surface. Doesn't how many matter, times man. it's got to be moved from truck to, to box to truck to train to carrier to port to it's ship. A, that's irrelevant to them. I don't think that's cheaper. If you want to pay first class, then you get to fly in a plane. If you want to pay, 
pl uh, pay uh, uh, what's regular plane travel called? They have all underneath the seats on planes cargo hold. Yeah, there's a weight limit. Yeah, yeah, it's taken up by luggage. Mm, I don't think so. Mm. Can we uh, get some airport personnel to write in yeah. to us? When was the last time you were know? on a plane? Mm, 20 years ago. Okay. <laughs> I was on one two, yeah. two months ago. Of course you were, because you go on a flight for a golf trip every year. Oh, how's uh, how's that? Are you all set up for uh, C3Con? Oh, I, we skipped right what's, over that. What's the... Uh, how are you guys getting down to C3Con? Listen, if you're listening to this right now... No, no, save that. I don't want to hear your spiel, because I'll go crazy. No, when this gets released, this is where, that's all in the past. I'm already there. I'm there now. Hey, everybody! You! Drinks on me! Not really. What? Yeah, I'm already there. Yeah, but if you're, if you're listening to this right now... Yeah, you're there. Practically. We're not recording... We're recording before you get there, though. Yeah. So who are you going down with? You know all this. No, I f people forget. I forgot. We have a caravan of Who's people. Who's the caravan? We so have you're a caravan. Renting, are you renting a vehicle? We are renting a vehicle. And? So you're renting it from where? From my town. Okay. Haji is coming down from the north, meeting me in my town. Haji's coming down from the mountains. And then we get the vehicle. Haji will be a driver as well as me. And then we continue south and head over to Kevin and Sarah Land and grab them. And then you can sign up Kevin at uh, as another driver at the next rental place you go to. Do you trust him as a driver? He's left-handed, so he has trouble making right turns. Um... And then who is, so who else is coming down with you? <laughs> and then we continue shooting out of Ontario uh, towards the west. We'll stop by and grab uh, J-Rock, the game rocker. Isn't J-Rock south? Yeah. South and west. Heading, mm. we'll be heading down the boot of Ontario to Windsor and then onward to Detroit. So... So there's just the one, two, three, five of you guys. Right? Yeah. What kind of vehicle did you rent? Uh, it's a van. Of? Of van descent. Why didn't you... Okay. I guess you got luggage. It's going to go, why didn't you get an SUV? Hmm. Yeah, I don't... You don't want the uh, three in the back, two in the front? No, yeah. Squishiness? Uh, yeah. No. Well, they do have those SUVs with the third row in the back, but... Yeah, but those are the super large ones. Yeah, that would have been a premium, like the Yukon or something, or the the uh, Escalado. No, anything bigger than the... Quit yeah. rubbing your hands in the mic. Um, all right, cool. So you guys are going down. How long does it take to get down there? Well, we are going to be rambling. That's an old-timey term for just uh, touring around. For being a bum? Yeah, being a bum, riding the rails, and uh, taking our time. We're not going to go to Chicago on the first day. This is, uh, we're going to stop midway at a hotel. 
So that first day trip, once we collect everyone, will be a meander of uh, sights and sounds and shopping opportunities and thrifting abound. Uh, definitely, we're going to spend some time. I want to spend some time in Detroit. Um, Why? I, I heard you get that's the best place. Uh, you get the best deals on bulletproof vests there. Blowout prices. Uh, no, I want to stop at Third Man Records in Detroit. There's a Third Man Records there, and that'll be interesting. And there's a ton of uh, like nostalgia shops and game stores in Detroit. And then where we go from there, I'm not entirely sure. We can go Ann Arbor route and just cut west across, or we can go down to uh, Toledo, which, as everyone knows, is the hometown of uh, Corporal Max Klinger. So I want to check out the Max Klinger Monument. And uh, home of uh, scales. <laughs> what? <laughs> what a waste of time. What? What a waste of time. Why, Toledo? Yeah. They make scales that are used all over the world. Bypass that shit, man. You know, if we were to keep cutting across west... Why, why would you not want to get to Chicago? Because we are rambling. That is the point. We are exploring. No, you got we the first explorers. day to explore. Yes. Then the second... When are you leaving? Thursday? You know what else? If you keep cutting west, if you didn't go down to Toledo, if you kept cutting west, you would go to uh, Battle Creek. You know what Battle Creek is famous for? What? Do you a battle in Michigan? Do you know what Battle Creek is famous for? I don't know. What? Battle Creek is the birthplace of breakfast cereal. Completely lost interest. That's where the Kellogg's, uh, the Kellogg brothers, were from. Uh, what? Yeah, they had a sanatorium there. If I was on in this vehicle, I'd be going nuts. <laughs> you don't want to see where breakfast cereal came from? No. They developed flakes there, dude. You know what you had to do for breakfast before breakfast cereal? Your mother would have to get up at like 4 in the morning and start cooking oats for two hours to make them chewable. Uh, breakfast would have been a big freaking deal before breakfast People would breakfast have just cereal. had eggs. Eggs? Yes. Yes. From the chickens. Perhaps if they could afford it. Most families would have been uh, stirring oats for a good two hours until the Kellogg brothers got together. Uh, one was a doctor, and uh, he figured out how to uh, dry uh, grains into flakes, and uh, the breakfast cereal was born. Right there in Battle Creek. I would have jumped out of this moving vehicle at this point. <laughs> and prayed I got ran over by a transport truck. That's the trouble when you take group trips with a bunch of people and then one person wants to see something stupid. I'd what? be like, all right, we're going down and we can take our time, but let's get there without stopping at dumb stuff. Because it's I don't want to see where the toilet was originally made. I don't want to see where cereal was made. I don't care about scales. I don't care about freaking Klinger because I'm not watching MASH anymore. I still watch MASH Let's every day. bypass all that garbage and explore as much as we can in terms of 
if you want to have a real thrifting thing, you hit up as much as you can, as hard as you can. Non-stop. What an adventurer you are. Non-stop. I don't mind going as slow as possible as long as we don't stop till we hit the hotel. And then you can thrift your ass off around the hotel. No, you thrift as you're traveling. You know what? I did road trips like this, just me and my dad. And he's the same way, where he will refuse to stop the vehicle until the destination is hit. If I see something cool, and I've never been here before, nor will I return, I, you know, let's stop and check this out. Nope, keep going. I'm not stopping. That's not what I said. Yeah. Yeah. I think you and my dad would get along quite well. Probably. He'd kick you out and just both of us would get yeah. there. Yeah. Hey, Dad, look at that restaurant. That looks pretty cool. No. I don't know what they're serving in there. Where's the Swiss chalet? Got to be a Swiss chalet around well, here. Well, it's America, so there's no Swiss chalet. <laughs> it will be an adventure. And I'm sure there's going to be lots of uh, video being taken and uh, audio, all kinds of stuff. The uh, Hodge log will return, right? So uh, Hodgie will be making daily logs. He'll be making daily logs. And some people can't make logs when they're on vacation, so they don't make a log till they get back home. Mine would be daily baby <laughs> arms. Yeah, but you have no problem when you're on vacation? Well, no. Because it doesn't matter. Like when I'm camping, I can I can shut it off. But if you're traveling, you got all these restrooms and all that stuff. So everything's uh, uh, the facilities are there. It's not like you're you you have to travel to get to some place, or it's, it might be dirty. It's, you know, you actually have a a, a man-made facility to uh, relieve yourself in. So yeah, the body doesn't shut down, man. Plus, you're eating all this good food. Oh, man. So, if you're listening to this, when this comes out, I should be, like, face deep in a Chicago deep pizza pie. I will be... Which, by the way, I, I got no interest in either. You, I don't like a you thick would pizza. Be a joy. You I do would not be a want joy. a pizza that's two inches thick. I don't want... If I want bread, I'll eat bread. Who says it's all bread? It's all goodness encapsulated in the bread. Simple pleasures for simple people, let me tell you. Whoa. So, just judge everybody. I don't mean to judge, though, but anyone who eats a thick pizza is a simpleton. No. That makes a lot of sense. That's not what I said. That makes no I. But you're going crazy over a no. deep dish pizza for some reason, as if it's the be-all and end-all for pizzas. I think it, I think it will be. I don't I've, think it will be. Yeah, I've had facsimiles. Hit me up with a nice Italian, authentic. We've pizza. already been through this with your weirdo pizza. And it fucking with all kinds destroys. Of it shoots bullets into your Chicago deep dish pizza. Your pizza. No, I, it will. I'm not, not come talking about your. You're talking Pizza Nova. I'm not talking that. I'm talking authentic Italian. Pizza. Fucking made from Northern. Yeah, there's a place for that as well. And a place for Chicago deep dish at the It's same too time. thick. It's too thick. It's too thick? What about these authentic Italian pizzas that have the big globules of the mozzarella in four globs? Where they do that. They just slice the mozzarella and go, blah, blah, blah. That's not, 
That's that's not, thick. That's not my style of that pizza. That makes it. That's authentic Italian. That's a version. Sicilian. Of, that's a version of it. That's. Don't well, tell me. I'm, I'm Sicilian. I know what Sicilian is. Do you? It's not my favorite style, though. Really? Name me one city in Sicily. Pequino. You just made up a word. <laughs> no, you want to bet money on this one? Uh, when are you taking the vacation to uh, Italy? Unfortunately, I'll never be able to afford one. Oh, right. Why? Yeah, I don't think it's that expensive. Yeah. All you have to do is get there, right? Dude. You still got the roots back. Uh, back uh, I'm not living with relatives. Why? Because. Why? Why would I? Then I got to do what they do and visit everybody. Because everybody wants to see the Canadian that came over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Oh, that takes a couple hours of your day and the rest of the day is... No, that takes up days. Days. You're insane. Like, I you would just, want to do that. I would just travel. And they would all be putting through... the food to you like mad... Dude, I would just travel all through Tuscany on my own and just go to uh, the Amalfi Coast and just do all that shit, man. I'd disappear. Well, so when are you going to do it? Never. You can't afford it. Can't afford it, man. I think you can afford it. All you got to do is get there and then just... Dude. Just uh, figure it out when you get there. It's not like renting a... Van driving to uh, Chicago. Yeah, it is. Just pick up a hotel whenever you get there. Or, uh, you know, there's uh, all kinds of the... There's no... It's not like you're doing a hotel, man. It's like bed and breakfast. Right. You're like sleeping in... Just wing it. You can sleep in monasteries that have been converted into... Exactly. So you wing it. There's all kinds of people Uh, winging it every day backpackers yeah, well, they do that you know what talk to dean i've got two kids yeah okay it's so over if you're taking the two kids then you do the that family trip that where you uh meet up with the roots it's over but you could still go on your own for a, your own adventure no i can't i can't even come to chicago that was your own roadblock that was your hard head block right do I have to watch all these videos that you make? Hmm. I don't know. Where can people find the videos that's happening streaming live? Do you uh, know? No. Saturday, we will be in a convention space live podcasting, this podcast being one of them. And they will be streamed live Wait on... This podcast will not be one of them will be streamed live on, I think, the Cartridge Club YouTube channel. Uh, I can't think of where else it would be streamed live. Anyways, if you're not on Twitter already, you should definitely get on Twitter and uh, sign up to uh, the Cartridge Club. Follow Cartridge Club, follow me, STC Pod, follow any of us that are going there, the Q-Dogs. Uh, Retro Pixel, Polykill Podcast, any of these folks will be sending out links of where you can see the oh, live Oh, is Retro stream. going? Of course. Why yeah. is he not going with you guys? Well, him and his wife, or they have their own arrangements. I think they're flying. Oh. Yeah. A lot of people are flying. Me, it's about the road trip. I love the ramble, man. 
I would like to drive down and fly back. When I was in college and for years after college, I would just love road trips. Find an excuse to go drive out to Montreal anything for some to, reason. I know, anything to get off the farm. I know. I get it. What? 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 I said anything to get off the I farm. I like rambling. <laughs> I like rambling. I ramble around. There's nothing wrong with rambling. I'm going to be getting, uh, I'm going to be doing more of that, I think. Find an excuse to get out of there. Well, you should. So, yeah, that's, uh, if you're listening to this right now, I don't know why you should turn this off and go check out uh, the live content that's being... Good. I'm glad we're recording this That's being shoved out there. And get back to this at some point. Um, How about you listen to the remaining 15 minutes and then you can go watch whatever you want. Are you still on vacation? Are you on vacation? No. You took this time off or are you back to work? No, I'm back. You're back to work right now if people are listening live. Yes. So you will be able to watch the action. Uh, but and I probably won't. Why? For spite? Nothing about spite. It sounded like spite. No. What would hold you back? Will you have tennis to watch or something? No, tennis is not a real sport. <laughs> Stupid. Really? What's a real sport? Soccer? Uh, How did Italy do in the World Cup? Uh, boxing is a real sport. Oh, boxing. Yeah. MMA is a real sport. Right. None of those ever are fixed. So wrestling? I Obviously, you're going to be watching us live, right? Don't be a... Come on. What? Don't be a, a D if word. If it's being... If it's yeah. being recorded, I could watch it at any time. Well, it would be nice if you were to participate in the comment section and... Uh, what? Yeah, that way you could be a part of the broadcast by offering input live to the to the to the broadcast, as we hope everyone who's watching live on the stream will do. That's why there's comments because we see them live, and we'll be able to interact with you, right? Just like the social. Do you get it? Do you understand what I mean now? Why you should be watching live? We'll see what happens. Wow. I like to watch stuff. Team player, folks. Team. Sorry. I, you don't do what I tell that you to do. That is so spiteful. It's not even funny the more I think about it. Oh, you're doing it live? Well, I'll be sure to not to watch it because it's live. Because it, you guys are having fun. It's, Screw you guys. It's like when I watch the uh, CC Hangouts. Just because when they do it live doesn't mean I tune in then all the time. I enjoy just watching it after the fact. Try to explain that one, folks. At least I watch it. Try to explain that one. All that matters is that I watch it. We'll see. We'll see how my day is going. Who knows what's going to be going on? I I know what'll be going on. I don't have to be here to know what's going on. You don't know what will be going on. I might be super busy at work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, if I give you the keys to the eBay store, can you run my shit for me? Seriously? Yeah, I could bring in a whole Ugh. bunch of inventory for you. What? Well, if stuff sells, what, what? what are you supposed to do? I'm not I told you to, to put yourself out. on vacation. You can't. You can't put yourself on vacation. Stores can. I couldn't see anything about regular mm. people. Um, 
Yeah, we'll discuss this offline. I told you not to talk about certain things. <laughs> what? You helping out? What else can you help out with when I'm gone? Nothing. Can uh, I have vacation time, please? Well, you got to get this thing going somehow. You got to get that out. You might not do the artwork, no, too. No, you can do this. No, I can't do that. I'm a little tied up, thanks. And without uh, you coverage. You can put it out early. You can do it. You're home. Not... When yes. this, I'll be, no, I'll be home after. You'll be home on Thursday. No, I won't. Yeah. Yeah, you I will. will. <laughs> All you got to do is put it out. I won't Jesus want to. Christ. Well, you put it out Wednesday. I am busy getting ready Wednesday? for an international outing. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, I can imagine what you're packing. Yeah. You're, you're packing your suit and your <laughs> dress shirt and dress pants. Yeah. No, I have Everything to, in a duffel bag. I, I have know. to prepare. I have to prepare. I have to figure things out. What are you talking about? And uh, You I'm, can put this out Wednesday, and then that's it. Go ahead and put it out. You put it out Wednesday. I don't have it. You have it. It'll be up ready. You just then have to you do you do it. Thing. I won't be here. Do it Thursday, please. Jesus It won't be Christ. going out Thursday. When you get back. That's too late. How's that too late? We Just always put it, put it out Thursday. Put it up Wednesday. When you get back, please put it up. Thank you very much. Why do you argue? I'm uh, I'm going back to uh, back to the county Monday and Tuesday, so what? I'm doing a lot of traveling this Apparently. week. Really? Yeah, I'm going on a uh, a walking tour of Camp Picton. Have I talked to you about this army camp that's up oh, on? Oh uh, yes, you have. Right, so quit playing with your nipple because that's distracting. I think I got a thing here. Yeah, yeah, you do have a thing. It's not my nipple. So. In Prince Edward County, there is this elevation, and atop this elevation is this uh, army camp that was established World War II, pre-World War II, I believe. And, uh, you know... Uh, RAF pilots train there, U.S. pilots train there, uh, bomber uh, bomber pilots. There was bombing ranges. I um, thought this was, uh, oh, no, what am I thinking of? What's the camp where they trained the spies? Oh, that's your way. Yeah, oh, sorry, that's out here. Okay, never mind. All right, you haven't talked about this one yet. Right, and... Um, there's a bunch of hangars there and a bunch of barracks, and it was a huge complex at one time. Uh, like I said, especially during World War II and it was doing all that training stuff, but after the war, it still remained in operation uh, through the 50s and 60s. I believe uh, late 60s it finally closed. And it's just been sitting there. They've tried to use it as an industrial park the buildings throughout the years but most of the buildings have fallen into decay and whatnot they're trying to save a lot of them but this style of army camp it's the only one left in the world that is this style with the h huts for for barracks and stuff you know the the shingled walls the outside shingled walls where it's the wood shingles and uh the hangers and all that. Um, it's They've used it on movie sets, movie locations. I've shot there because it is 
it's a pretty rare artifact, this location. I don't know, uh, for Canadians, if you saw the movie D-App on the CBC that was shot there. Anyways, they're now allowing walking tours through the place, and you get to go in some of the buildings. Now, of course, as a kid, and as an adult, and as a, an urban explorer, I had been through there, uh, clandestine-like, through the years to check it out, because curiosity, how do you keep a kid out of that massive abandoned complex? Uh, but this time I'll be going in an official capacity and I'll be actually allowed to stand inside there and check it out. And so there's some kind of walking tour where you go and uh, check out all the buildings and the history behind it. Actually, <clears throat> as, a, as a side note, I should, I can tell you that my father was actually stationed at that camp in the 60s for a brief time. And that's how he discovered uh, Prince Edward County. And he, he fell in love with the location and said if he could, he would like to come back and uh, live in Prince Edward County. And ultimately, after he set up with his family, uh, he moved everybody to Picton because of his time at the, the army camp. They lived in Windsor. Hello, Joe. Oh, I know this part. <laughs> oh, you know this part? Yeah. Yeah, so that's how they moved from Windsor to Picton. That's how they found Picton. Um, yeah. Cool. Are you going to do another blog uh, post, or are you going to do what I told you to do? No, I'm not doing a video with stills. That's Why not? It's called a montage. <laughs> not getting through. Maybe. I, I doubt it. But you know it would be really cool if uh, I had a drone to get some... No. Nope. Some high shots. Hey, did uh, Derek ever salvage his drone? What happened to that? I don't know. He's a drone dunker. You gotta be careful. Um, but definitely, if you want to look up, see what uh, see what camp I'm talking about, look up Camp Picton, and you can see uh, the aerial shots and see what this camp looks like and read a bit of the history. It is pretty fascinating. Actually, uh, the Avro Arrow, which was... Uh, the engines were you know, tested off the coast of Prince Edward County. Some of them were stored at Camp Picton as well. The uh, test. And after... Airframes. I'm looking forward to your next camp visit after Camp Picton, uh, Camp David. Maybe, um, maybe that's where the lost arrow is actually at in one of the hangars in Camp Picton. Hmm. Yeah, that's it. We'll have to see. Just sitting there. Well... That's one of the stories. Discovery of the century. <laughs> oh, and finally, as an aside to the story, as a, one final thing, I did spend quite a bit of time up on that uh, up in the camp as an air cadet when I spent some when I, I was an air cadet for a short amount of time. Did you know that? <laughs> what made you stop being an air cadet? Are people wondering what air cadets are? Do people know what air cadets? It's are? like being a Boy Scout. Isn't it like more like the ROTC in the States? You get know. like a, your uniform and you're actually taught uh, schooling uh, in whatever, like you can be an air cadet or you can be a sea cadet or you could be whatever the army dudes were. And uh, as an air cadet, you're actually taught about. Uh, I think so, yeah. 
avionics and all that stuff. The Sea Cadets actually went out on sailboats. I wonder if uh, how many kids are actually doing this, or if it's like a if it's like a prequel or prerequisite almost to getting your way into that particular part of the uh, military. Uh, I think it definitely helps. Um, you mean to get into officer school kind of thing? Yeah, or yeah. whatever, whatever you still need the grades. Of. You still need the grades. But it, uh, as an air cadet, it can get you for free uh, up to a glider's license just by participating in the program. Mm. And Meh. Uh, Meh. So that stuff was up in the, in the camp as well, in one of the barracks, old barracks buildings. So we had like... Uh, a big uh, drill hall, and there was uh, all the classrooms, because you actually you had to take little classes and stuff, and you had to do drill, and you had to march and do all that shit. Yeah, you still see the odd kids that do that. I, I, I'd like to... I wonder how many actually do it, though. We had a firing Maybe. range in one of the barracks. We were shooting off uh, 22s, and uh, then they moved on to bigger rifles, but I quit by then, because I'm like... That's that you got to be a certain type of personality. Why are you doing that movement with your hand when I'm you're just saying, saying that? I'm laid back. I can't be that type who's all like the. I never got promoted after a year, so I'm like, that's it. You know, if I don't make corporal in a year, sorry. Well, you have to participate more. You got to do more of these bullshits and do this, and you got to yell at you know, do drill properly. Yeah. Forget it. Anyways. Nerd out. <laughs> I'm going to go play video games and do something with no, my I'm, life. No, I'm a rock star. You know? I got a guitar, man. Grew my hair out. Right. Toured the world. Listen, my eye's hurting. All right. It's going to burn. I need to put some drops in. Can I do it? All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. As always, like Bill said, by the time you're listening to this, uh, which will be Wednesday probably when he puts it out. Uh, prep yourselves for a weekend of C3Con where a contingent of Canadian and American Cartridge Club members will all arrive and descend upon the mighty city of Chicago and feast upon... Uh, Chicago deep dish pizza and Oof. trade video games and just be all nerdy. Hot dogs. What? And hot dogs. You get hot dogs anywhere. Apparently there's good hot dogs here. Apparently Although I'm not having a hot dog with a whole bunch of shit on top. Apparently ridiculous. There's going to be a lot of eating. That's all I know. Should we weigh you now? <laughs> and then weigh you when you get back? What's Kevin going to do with his diet? Is that why he's dieting? So he's gonna. So have, he he's balloon, staying on the diet, can, as far as I know. Balloon back up, so he doesn't get to partake. That's no way to live. That's what uh, I stayed off sugar all this time, so I can dive back into a great bowl of it on my Chicago trip. You're gonna go into a food coma. <laughs> yep. 
All right, thanks everybody. Don't forget to visit stcpod.com where you're going to find, uh, you get some blog posts there. I just did a blog of a nice prison visit I did, and uh, you can also find our links to Amazon there. Hope everyone had a fun Amazon Prime Day a couple weeks back. Hope they got all their shipments. Uh, you can still click on our Amazon links to buy all your daily needs, and that helps us out with a tiny little commission as well. You know what you should do? Which you wasted on that recording device. You know what you should do on our website that you're supposedly in charge of? Why is there not a link to T Public on our website? I don't know how to do that. People can go to T Public, uh, search Listen, STC Pod, and pick up some. Nobody goes to uh, blog sites anymore, so we're just going to forego the blog. Is that too much for you to do? <laughs> that one entry a week? They can go to T Public and uh, pick out all kinds of stuff. Uh, STC design stuff, either uh, uh, mugs, uh, laptop bags, tapestries, paintings, blankets, pillows, t-shirts, whatever you want. Check us out uh, at Public SDC Pod. Alright, we'll have fun in uh, Chicago Con. Alright, miss you, Joe. No, you won't. Post it and post it.